Today is Wednesday, September 25th, 2013, and this is Radio Wave. everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, today, the 25th of the month, is the day that we wait in anticipation of the message that we receive from Our Lady. Our Lady began in 1987 to give messages on the 25th of the month, messages for the world through Maria, and so we waited with anticipation today as our community in Medjugorje uh, received the message and passed it on to us. Actually, Joan is actually in Medjugorje, and so Ruth will be filling in uh, for her on the show today. So, as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend, Medjugorje. And the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Mary, come before you with this special day of the 25th, where you speak to the world forming it, bringing it to the point of holiness where we can see a great collision is going to take place between that which is unholy and that which is holy. A lot depends on who wins by the actions we take now. So we ask for your blessing, your strength, and when you told us that you would give us might because we need might and that we can ask for this might. We seek that tonight with this message you gave. Our Lady Queen of Peace and Reconciliation. Pray for us. It's a joy to be in the field knowing that in Medjugorje we have pilgrims or rather our community people not just pilgrims but our community in Medjugorje representing the whole community here we represented them here and knowing that a message has been given. When Ray gives her words, we pause during the moment of apparition, not knowing what she's saying, but that we have a grace later to comprehend the greatness of the message. And in fact, our lady said that. You must pray to, to comprehend the profoundness of the message. And yet we've been told they're simple, they say the same old thing. The fact that Our Lady has categorized these things monthly, and now in the second of the month, on Thursday messages and on purgate messages, is for the future as much as it is for the present. We, by what we do, walking with Our Lady, form everything that's going to happen by those who follow Our Lady, Lady later. Just as you read the Bible, for those who walk to Christ, and we hear the readings and the gospel every Sunday, so will it be in the future about what was it like for those who walked with Mary. And today she came and spoke to us these words. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's September 25th, 2013 monthly message to the world. Dear children, also today, I call you to prayer. May your relationship with prayer be a daily one. Prayer works miracles in you and through you. Therefore, little children, may prayer be a joy for you. Then your relationship with life will be deeper and more open, and you will comprehend that life is a gift 
for each of you. Thank you for having responded to my call. And you will comprehend that life is a gift. There's that word comprehend. And yet we hear from those who approach this from an intellectual side, intellectualism, that they're just simple messages. Simple things can be understood simply. And that's true. But yet, our says, you will comprehend. We don't even comprehend life. These messages are for life. Our Lady said, live my messages and transform them into life. Read them every day. Why is she telling us to do that? We're to read the scriptures every day. And we're to read her messages every day. Some people, by the way they would approach, might object to that. Then why would we do that? Why is it necessary to do that? Because our lady has come to change mentalities. Mentalities not changed can't bring conversion. For conversion to take place, it means a change in mentality. You change the mentality, you change the way people do things and live and walk. Especially in the spiritual life. She wants you to understand what she told us April 25th, 2001. Little children. See, you have to be little to listen to this. Because if you think in an adult way, a complicated way, a way of intelligence gets in the way. Our lady is a child of hers, wants us to be told something, and we just accept it. We don't have to qualify it. Well, she wouldn't say this because this is not theologically or this is gray, whatever. She didn't say that. She says, little children, prayer works miracles. That's all you need to be told. And you just need, simply need to believe it. And this is what she told us today. Prayer works miracles. In you and through you. Wow. Miracles in me and miracles through me. I've seen it. And I could dare say everybody in our community has had miracles in them and through them. Our Lady's calling you to apostleships. Be my apostles of love. Be my apostles of goodness. Be my apostles of faith. I've chosen you as my apostles, little children. Are you going to believe what I say or not? Are you going to follow these things? Are you going to put them into life? Transform them into life. And now Lady says today, then your relationship with life. Strange way of using words, but a beautiful way. Isn't it incredible to have a relationship with life? Because so many people don't have that. They don't understand life and its meaning. Our lady has told us that she wants our life to have purpose. She wants us to have meaning. And you can't get that point. You can't comprehend that. You can't grasp it. If you don't pray, it comes through prayer. Prayer is everything. Prayer is life. If you're not willing to commit to that, then what can a lady do for you? You can't be reached. Our lady says, September 25th, 1993, I am looking for your prayers. That you accept me and accept my messages as in the first days of the apparitions. And only then, when you open your hearts and pray, Will miracles happen? She didn't say only then. When you open your hearts and pray, miracles might happen or miracles can happen. Her verbiage is very clear. Only then when you open your hearts and pray, miracles will happen. If you believe the apparitions, you believe her words, we don't have to have any faith. We know it's going to happen. I already said on October 2nd, 2011, my motherly heart calls you to prayer to your personal relationship with God the Father. And today she said, may your relationship with prayer be a daily one. 
What is your relationship with prayer? How do you pray? Relationship means kinship. Are you one with prayer? Do you walk with prayer? Do you live prayer? Is prayer your life? And he tells us many times that we have not walked, but we've talked. And so when Ray says today, also today I call you to prayer, may your relationship with prayer be a daily one, she means to do that. Often we are called in Medjugorje, and people get so excited and convert, and they become and start a ministry of it, they work with it. And they think their work is so important that prayer is second. Our prayer here is first. Our work is second. Our life is first, even before a mission. Because what we transmit and spread the message and the propagation of those messages and how we live them is what we live on a daily basis. That said, if we're not praying and we have a fruit of prayer and encounter and miracles of prayer, what do we have to write about? Nothing. We'll just be teachers. We'll just be professors. Our life here on our grounds in our community is something beautiful. Jesus was told his mother and brother are outside. Jesus turns to them and says, not the mother and brother, but to the Pharisees or the questioner who asked, who stated that, who is my brother? Who is my mother? And then he goes on and says, I tell you, he who does the will of God is my mother and my brother. What does that mean? It means those in kinship the most, those in tightest of relationship, who do the will of God together are closer than blood. It's why St. Francis' father turned against him. He was choosing something rather than his blood. That's why St. Clair had to be torn literally with our hands on the altar by our mother and father away when they were trying to stop her vocation because she was choosing God first over them. But better than that even is blood relatives and relationship who together walk and do the will of God. That's supreme. And so often we see Medjugorje splits families. So often Medjugorje tears people the other way because of different views or different ways. They don't want to be convicted by what Medjugorje is about or to change your life. These things come on when somebody goes to a conversion and it serves as an agitation to those who don't want to change because Medjugorje convicts. When Medjugorje convicts, you have to do something about it or you have to reject it. And often, relationships are strained. So when Ray says, may your relationship with prayer be a daily one, that's the first relationship. Through that, from that, fruited by this, miracles will come through you and in you. And then she goes on this thing again. Little children, may prayer be a joy for you. This morning, I woke up probably at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I had some reading to do in the field. So I, I struggled through for two hours, three to four, or three to four thirty, when four forty when I get up, saying to the mysteries of the rosary. So I'll have already that done. I'll just do one more in the field when I get there. And if I don't do that and just go do some reading or spiritual reading, whatever I'm wanting to do, I don't feel right because I, even though I'm doing spiritual readings, I don't feel that I've done what I'm supposed to do in that first hour of my day waking up. My relationship with prayer is such that I can't thrive without that. And the whole day would be affected by not having that relationship. There's something intimate with prayer, something fresh in your first hour of the day when you get out there with God and just look at those stars, sit up this morning in the rain. Yesterday was in the rain. The scenery every day is different. And it's beautiful. And it keeps you safe. We have so many ways today that we do things that are safe. We put ourselves constantly in danger. We're not looking the way we walk. How do we get through that? There's always tragedy pulling on you just like the stars do. How they react to gravity. 
the wind blows in the field. And sometimes things are hard to believe what you see out there because you see creation, you see God. And how are you going to love through all this? How do you feel on different days? Just like the seasons, things change. If you don't have a prayer life, if you don't have a relationship in prayer, you won't be able to cope with those things in different forms and different ways. How are you going to live your life? Today was about life, a relationship with life. That's what we live in the community. And it's a dream. Is it even real? It's a beautiful thing how this formed and what I did. We have a history that we can't go into. And if we tell you the story and you knew the story, you didn't live it. You didn't see it in color. You'll never grasp it the way we do. Our friends grasp things together who have time together, who've built history together. That's what we do as community with our families. Blood, relationships, doing the will of God, and others who do the will of God. Community. Our least seeks that. And your dreams will come true. Our least calling you to a dream. She's calling you to a new way of life. And maybe it'll be hard to find that, how to get to that. But through prayer you will. to find a way to get through It's a tragedy Pulling at me like the stars do You're like gravity Even if the wind blows It makes it hard to believe How you gonna love How you gonna to you to see what I can see I'm crawling on the floor to reach you I'm a wreck you see when you're far from home now makes it hard to believe so how you got
This message uh, really did touch me in a very deep way. It warmed my spirit because uh, as far as our life in community, every aspect of our life is uh, filled in prayer. We go to prayer in need, in thanksgiving, in rejoicing. And you have said so many times that the only thing that we have to be successful in is prayer, and everything else will fall into place. And so I just was wondering what your thoughts are, and particularly as you read it, and what Our Lady has done for us in this way of life that she has established here. Well, I have to go directly to the part of the message where it says, then your relationship with life will be deeper and more open, and you will comprehend that life is a gift. Our life here is a gift. And we can read this message and say, comprehend that life, you know, life is sacred, you know, the unborn, and, and, and we get stuck with it, this mentality. It's only pertaining to this. And our lady's messages are far deeper than that. That's why she says, life will be deeper and more open. What does that mean? More open, and you will comprehend that life is a gift. But that's the way of life. The way of life that we live is something that is part of how you gain your history with others. You grow rich with people that you, you, you constantly around. We have kids in our community. And yet, our second bishop, we are, we've been on a fourth bishop, the second bishop said, you live, you live like monasteries do, but more than monasteries with your prayer life. Because prayer is our priority. Prayer comes before tiredness. You're late at night, you want to go to bed, or you get up early in the morning after you've worked all night, walked out in the field, out of the, the building here at 2 a.m., and had to be back in the field at 5 a.m. Prayer takes precedent over tiredness. That's our relationship with prayer. And if we have a relationship with prayer, if you have a relationship with prayer, everything works from that point. You might not be feeling no peace. You may need peace. Are they spoken to us about that? She said on October 25th, 2001, if there is no peace, pray and you will receive it. Again, we need to reread this. She didn't say, if there is no peace, pray and you might receive it. She said, you will receive it. When? When you have a proper relationship with prayer. Everything fruits and comes from prayer. You can add to that through fasting if you've got to suspend physical law, if that's what your prayer is about. And that can happen. And it's our lady who told us something incredible. Uh, uh, what I call the atomic bomb parts of the messages. There's a few of those throughout the 32 years. Through prayer you will perceive the greatest joy out of every situation that has no exit. She didn't say, maybe... You will proceed, because when you're locked in and you're blocked in and there's no doors and you're in a cubicle or a solid welded iron and you're suffocating and you can't get out of that, and then you read that message or you put that message into your life, pray, through prayer you will proceed the greatest joy out of every situation that has no exit. And I'm telling you, you're going to be a happy fellow. This makes you happy. And today she says, may prayer be a joy for you. Prayer leads to joy, not sorrow. Conversion, when you got to change your life, leads to sorrow and glory. Obedience is sorrow and glory. Nothing you would do will leave you dissatisfied when you walk with God and with that. Because life's just that way. There's a amateur artist named Paul Thorne who wrote a song called That's Life. And this song is beautiful because it said in a country song they put in there the girl, the pickup truck, the dog uh, riding down the road, got his gun, whatever. You know, that makes a country song. Well, Paul Thorne said he loved his mother and so he decided to write a song of just things she said, just loose sentences. And he put these sentences together in a song that just speaks a simple life. 
the richness of life, the relationship she has with life, with her, with him. All the seasons of life. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you, I'm okay, I guess I just need a little rest I'll catch up on my sleep tonight Our Lady's uh, message today is um, deeply, deeply simple. And 
perhaps, and the question that, that actually had another question, but just in reading this message one more time, another question actually came to mind uh, that I wanted to ask you, but in, in the, this message is so incredibly simple that it, it's amazing what she says in such a short amount of time. And it's as if the only way that she could possibly say this is if she actually lived this. And so what do you think this message reveals to us about the personality or, or the life, the human life of Our Lady, that, that there's something, that perhaps maybe in this time, as God, you've mentioned before, that God is showing Our Lady in a way that, that maybe she hasn't ever been shown before in the history of the world, uh, since God revealed his words uh, about her even in the beginning of time. But uh, what do you think this message is telling us about the person of Our Lady herself? Well, we, we've lost the concept of relationship. And she's come to give us back a relationship with God the Father. She's told us this, made it very clear. And that through her life, though it was simple, though they lived in poverty, she was rich. And so the deeper meaning of life is how do you live a life of richness? It's rich knowing where you're going to be buried. It's easy to make decisions on my house and people in the community to make decisions on where they live, what they're doing with our house or the grounds or whatever we do because we know we're staying here. So many people can't make an improvement even on their house because they don't want to put the money in it because they don't think they're going to stay there. How do you be 40 years old, 50 years old, even 60 years old, and you don't know if I'm going to stay here? Where's home? If you had to go home now, where is home to you? Could you go home? Is there a home? Is there a place? Many people have no roots. My dream, my plan, before I even got married, was to have a place where creeks flowed, kids could play in there, that could be life, and then they could grow up and get married and bring their kids to the same creeks that they played in, and then their kids and their kids. A history of people working, living, loving, dying together. There's children here that are born together, raised together, play together, pray together, play first, then pray, mature into the life, Go into marriage, have their children, go into old age, die, and be buried in the same cemetery. That is life's deepest meaning. Who can do that? Who can say that, that they live in a place like this? And this doesn't come just strictly through Medjugorje. I thought about these things before because I was thinking about family. And evidently, I like these concepts and these principles that I wanted to build in the land I bought out here for. Pre-Medjugorje, years pre-Medjugorje. And I just happened to be in the right place at the right time with the right thinking. Because all he wants to give us away life. And yeah, we did make changes. We got out of the sports. We got out of things. People don't have relationships today because of cell phones. They text each other. There's no person involved in it. It's just a computer talking to another computer manned by an operator. It's not personal. If you could have been sitting with us Sunday at our rosary and hear the kids playing with each other, competing with us in their loudness, laughing and giggling the whole rosary, and us seriously praying our rosary, you'd, you'd be in wonder. It was a beautiful thing, Sunday. The weather changed. It was cool for the first time. The dogs were playing with each other, the two dogs that was out there. The kids were playing with each other. We were playing with each other. We were doing our prayers with each other. It's life. And it's beautiful. Till prayer becomes a joy. The prayer Sunday was a real joy to me. And one of the visiting moms actually got up to stop her son from playing. And I stopped her. Leave him alone. Why? Because Our Lady showed us and told us and Maria's told me that this doesn't bother Our Lady. You're going to try to stop four or five little kittens from playing with each other? 
You're going to have three hours to four hours of prayer in a community and tell the kids, okay, now you got to sit down and behave and be quiet. That's your behavior? The best toy a kid can have is not plastic. It's not something electronic. It's not some kind of game. Some kind of model truck. The only play, the only other toy they can play with that continually play is another kid. Another kid is a toy to a kid, and they've got this in that environment. They don't have to run around with all kinds of things and gadgets and and, and distractions and going to Six Flags and all these things. The kid is a toy to another kid, and we have a perfect environment. They're praying, or rather, we're praying while they're playing. And it's a beautiful part of our life. And often the, joy, the rosary at the day of apparitions, at the time of the apparitions, is one of our great joys. It's not always deeply meditative. We do that at 5 a.m. or in other times of prayer. But this one time, the whole community comes together and it's, it, it's fun. It's social. It's the, it's the moment of the day that everybody's there. The school's out. We don't. We try to avoid doctor's appointments. Everything we try to do is built around the rosary where we're in communion together, both in play for the kids and in pray for the adults and the young adults. And so Our Lady talks about this relationship so strongly that she, she has this. I read this, this today, and I thought of St. Francis. Our school theme this year is about, based on the book of The Boys in the Boat, it's about the Olympics in 1936. And St. Francis was one with those things around him. And the animals that he, he, he had, people don't understand that relationship. Some people might say it's New Age. Well, the New Agers have their New Age things, but what St. Francis had was something in communion with animals. And birds was known to come and fly and land on his shoulders. At one point in this book, it talks about Joe Rance, who's one of the guys who was going to be the eight that was Oren, and he was just teaching him about how important it is to become one. I trained horses in high school. I've been with horses almost all my life. And I can tell you there's a certain point, and I've heard it, I've read about it, I knew about it, I knew the Indians knew it, that if you ride a horse long enough and you become part, you, you, and you understand it, you can become one with it. And you know when that happens. And it's a thrilling moment. There's something that you connect and you feel that you're one with a thousand pound animal. The guy who made the boats for uh, Washington University back in the 1900s, who was their teacher, said, when you get the rhythm and the eight, talking about the eight boys in the boat, the young man, college age, it's pure pleasure to be in it. It's not hard work, and to or these boats is gruesome. The strength, the energy, what they had to put out for, exhausts them. But if you got the rhythm, he says, it's pure pleasure to be in it. It's not hard work when the rhythm comes. That swing, as they call it, I've heard men shriek out with delight when a swing comes into the eight. It's a thing they never forget as long as they live. I remember the moment I felt it on a horse. You do not feel separate from the horse. You can raise your hands up, ride him bareback, full blast. He can turn right, left, where you want to. He can just do whatever he wants to, and you're, you're hooked to him. And it is something that can't be explained unless you've experienced it. But one day, the boat builder, George or uh, Pocock is his name, is showing some of the, the wood you have to th- be thinking about Jesus, what he worked with. Wood's a living thing. It grew from the soil, it grew through the sunshine. It's part of God's creation. And so when Our Lady says today, your relationship with prayer is to give what prayer is to give relationship to a deeper meaning of your life or with life. That's life with everything. It could be a horse, it could be your 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 family, your community. Be more open to comprehend that life is, life is a gift. Pocock says, that he talks about the camber where he says to Joe, this is the boat guy talking about who builds a boat, says the camber of life is imparted in the shell, which means the boat, 
when woods put under tension, its ability to bounce back and resume its shape, or to go under steam and the pressure could hold it to a new form and hold it there forever. The ability to yield, to bend, to give way, to accommodate, he said, sometimes a source of strength as men as well as in wood. In other words, he's equating the wood that's living, even though it's been cut, he's forming it. It can bend, there's tension in it. It has life. And it's him by the structures of the way he builds a boat with the inner resolve and by principle. He goes on and says, he says, building a boat was like religion. It wasn't enough to master the technical detail of it. You have to give yourself up to it spiritually. You had to surrender yourselves absolutely to it. And when you're done and you walk away from the boat, you had to feel that you left a piece of yourself behind in it forever, a bit of your heart. He goes on and says, roaring a boat one of these boats is like that and a lot of life is like that too if you do everything in life with your heart you'll leave a trace of it in whatever you do it speaks of you wouldn't you like to have a piece of furniture Jesus made you think he just did this and goes oh I gotta do this work I gotta make raises we gotta put bread on the table I'm sure he did it with his heart he did it with life there was life in it and so we have to understand that our lady is saying something profound today. A relationship with prayer be a daily one. It works miracles in you and through you, which will give birth to prayer being joy, which gives a relationship with life. Not in life, not through life, with life. You don't have a relationship with life. We have a life of a community, a life that we title in our room that the bishop asked me to write down, a new way, in, a new way of life in a new time, or a way of life in a new time is the title. That's the title of our rule. Then our, then our lady says, Then your relationship with life will be deeper and more open and you will comprehend that life is a gift. You can't make old friends. That happens with age. Relationships are an investment. And it's just like wise. The richer it goes, the richer it becomes with age. When you grow with Our Lady... The way of life as she shows it with a different meaning. You have purpose. Well, it's not just building something as individualism, but something with each other. Maria told me about a year ago, she says, you and I go way back. I mean, she's saying when this was in the context of what we we're speaking about, that, that there's things that you can understand about me and things I can understand about you, about you that nobody else can. Even sometimes our family. Because my relationship with her has been on a spiritual level of what she sees, what she does, what she says, what she lives, and what she witnesses. And I do the same. And we can share things that we can't necessarily share with anybody else. And so we got a history together that goes way, way back. A husband and wife relationship is the same thing. Friends are people that grew up with what the kids are doing here. They're lifelong friends. There's something that they can't talk about with nobody else being raised here, anybody out there besides that. A shared history. That just like those who've gone to war in Vietnam or World War II, they can't talk about it with nobody else. They can't understand it. And so to make old friends takes age. You can't have a new friend and come up and then they relate to us. Maria has a lot of people. People tell me, oh, I'm, I'm a friend with Maria. I'm a, you know, a new friend. You, a new friend's not five years ago. Somebody you knew 27 years ago. Somebody you knew 50 years ago. A spouse. That's your friend. That's who's supposed to be your best friend, really. The ones you've got memory. The ones you got history with. And we don't have a lot of that now. Relationships are very superficial, mainly through technology today. People are getting more connected with more people, but more shallow, more superficial. There's no old friends. What will I do when you're gone? Who's going to tell me 
the truth Who's gonna finish the stories I start The way you always do When somebody knocks at the door Someone new walks in I will smile and shake their hands But you can't make old friends Can't make old friends Can't make old friends It was me and you since way back when But you can't make old Go on, but you, you can't, can't make old friends. No, no, you can't make old friends. Can't make old friends. You and me will be young again. You can't make old friends. We'll be together again Cause we both know We'll still be old friends mm -hmm. You can make old friends mm -hmm. Not the way we've always been I remember in grammar school, the nuns asking us a question, how many friends do you think you'll have through your life? We're all guessing, you know, 50, 100. She says, no. She finally said, she said, if you have 12 friends throughout your whole life, that's really friends. That's a large number. I remember stopping and thinking about that. It's true. You grew up. You lose those friends. You have another. We're so transit. We built a whole culture without God. We don't have home. We don't have the village concept. We don't have a place to go back to. Where, where do we go back to? Where is it? And we're seeing people calling us. They want to invest. They want to make something. They want to, call, uh, they want to have a place to call home. That's what I did where I did here. We don't want to pave our roads on our grounds. We've got the equipment to do it. We like the dirt roads. We like the water puddles. These little kids, they walk down the road and they see a puddle, they go right through the middle of it. And we don't, the mothers and fathers don't stop that because it's part of our way of life. It's inconvenient retaining, re, taking the tennis shoes off, 
taking their pants off because they got wet or they played in it. But they'll know I'll get on to the parents if they stop them. Let these kids play. Because when they have to be out there at 15, 16, 17, 18, when a cow's been born in the middle of wintertime and go through some swamp areas to get it, they've done it with their little kids and they don't mind it. They, they've conditioned to it. That's what Boys in the Boat's about. The ones who exceed is those who's known adversity, difficulties. If they play with adversity, they play in this way, with certain harshness, they've created a way of life. And they can deal with things. So you grow up, the show must go on, just like the song said. You die, life continues. But will you leave a legacy, a friendship, that you can meet them when St. Peter owns a gate? Is that going to happen? Very few people are building that today. And they're left unsatisfied. Many people are maybe on their deathbed tonight. Approaching that twilight of the life. What are you going to look back on? What have you built? There's a lot of lonely people out there. Because they didn't invest. They wasn't willing to sacrifice. They weren't willing to bend like wood. That can contract and give because they wanted their way. It's a sad note. It's a sad thing. Our lady's trying to get us to see that. There's a deeper meaning to life than just going and coming and doing and going and doing your self-serving things you do. Because one day that catches up. You won't be able to do that. Our lady wants you to build a way of life and she's given that to us. Maria, well, all the visionaries have gone through scientific studies, and in particularly, we've been told that Maria has gone, when she's in ecstasy, that she's in an even deeper reality than what we experience. And in that message of today where Our Lady says that may prayer be a joy for you, then your relationship with life will be deeper and more open. Is Our Lady telling us that we can experience that deeper reality with her through prayer that Maria is experiencing when she's with Our Lady and as a mother and a friend to her? That could be answered by the people who come here. They, they see this and they see this is a dream. They see a reality here that they don't know, didn't know existed. That's why people tell us, just the fact that Caritas exists keeps me continuing. We've had people write to us about that. The idea of Caritas is the idea of Medjugorje. The idea of Medjugorje is from Our Lady imported to there. Yes, Medjugorje is a village, but she formed this village. She turned it into something. And Medjugorje is to be propagated across the earth. Whereas the harvester is being printed right now, printed right now that I wrote about this. Medjugorje is not to be confined to Medjugorje. You've got the mentality even there that Medjugorje is Medjugorje. No, Medjugorje is an idea that must be propagated across the face of the earth everywhere, everywhere in every nation. Nations are to become Medjugorje. You think Ali is coming for this investment 32 years without that concept being propagated that way? And so when people come here, they see a reality they didn't know existed. And it's, and it's more real. It's more authentic. There's no cell phones. We don't have those things. We don't want the, the, the texting. We don't want all these things, that, that, the modern technology and the things in our homes. There's no noise in our home electronically. We have a radio. That's it. And a telephone. Line lines. But there's a peace there. I've had people come over and say, you know, I like it. I just like hearing quiet. People don't know what quiet sounds like. Quiet itself has a sound. When you become one with it, when you're in union with it, when you're in union with prayer, you have a relationship with that, you have a relationship with God. And then these things manifest themselves in such a deeper meaning, a deeper reality, just like you said, Maria going in a deeper reality. And then after that person, she comes out of that. To come to Caritas to visit the community brings people to a deeper reality. Hey, that's my dream. I want to, that's my goal. We have people we talk to all the time. They want to make Caritas. Because Caritas is Our Lady's way. Our Lady's way is Medjugorje. 
whole concept is there. I hope some of the things in heaven are some of the things we have here. Oh, you'll want to walk the streets of gold. But what about our dirt roads here? What about the dips? We've got dozers, we've got tractors, we've got the machines, we've got the dump trucks. We can make all these roads perfect. It's not probably a, a time go by every, every couple of months somebody drives up the road and says, why don't you pay the road? We don't want to pay the road. We like it like that. And it's annoying to us sometimes. But there's memories there. And those dirt roads or these gravel roads we have have a purpose to the way we live. Shows a ruggedness. That we're not interested in convening, conven, uh, con, convening ourselves in the conference. We don't want to live that way. And when we get to heaven, we'd enjoy a dirt road up there even. God's building me a mansion Where none of us will hurt I see old St. Peter Swing wide those pearly gates I don't mean to sound ungrateful But God I hope and pray There's just one dirt road That takes me back to a honey hole Laying shade on me Picking blackberries off the vine Bob White whistling out through the pines I can't wait to walk those streets of gold But give me just one dirt road Hang up mama's clothesline between those two pine trees Lay some round bells in a hayfield And a bridge across the creek Let it wind past that white church Where I gave my soul to you And dead end at Granny's house Amen, I'm through I hope there's just one dirt road That takes me back a hundred year old white oak tree Laying shade on me Picking blackberries off the vine Bob White whistling out through the pines I can't wait to walk those streets of gold But give me just one dirt road It's a beautiful thing when Maria comes here and our ladies having the apparitions and people line up the road all the way up and down. People often say, why don't you just build some, clear some land and make a big parking lot? I like it when people park off the side of the road. It's a beautiful thing seeing people walk that never walk a mile away. It's a paved road, but they're walking in the country between two mountains. And some people have learned that part of the experience here is just that walk. 
We don't do that anymore. There's something to it. There's something to just walking down any dirt road and find what's at the end of it. And life's like that. Life is a walk. What will it be like for you? Many people are tired. They don't know the meaning of their life anymore. Our lady said, April 25th, 2001, when you are tired and you do not know the meaning of your life, take the rosary and pray. Pray until prayer becomes for you a joyful meeting with your Savior. Go find your dirt road. Walk down it and pray the rosary. Go out into creation. Become one with it. Because you'll need to have this relationship with God when Our Lady's apparitions are over. Because it'll be like a dream just passed in front of us. Will the world go quiet? The air still? Just like when you go down a dirt road? Isolated? No traffic? When these apparitions come to pass, the storm she tells us is coming, when they've all breathed their last and the rain has washed the fears all away, love will fall. Peace upon the earth. Follow on us all. And we then can smile again, knowing that this dream just passed before us. Our Lady.
Our lady said in our last August 25th message, Every day I'm sowing, and I am calling you to conversion. That you may be prayer, peace, love. The grain that by dying will give birth a hundredfold. I do not desire for you, dear children, to have to repent for everything that you could have done, but did not want to. She's come to give you a life. But life here is but a brief moment. Relationships last into eternity. Build them and fortify them with prayer. Because what the world says is important is not. Only what is lasting. Have a relationship with life that will last when everything else will pass. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Good night.